I V M. Hello and welcome to the ATKD Talent and Podcast. I am P Man and I am Krupa, the best for Mandiri West. That's me, not her. I am the best for Mandiri West. P Man, she interrupted my title. And we are here today talking to some very fine, talented college students because that's what we do here on the ATKD Talent and Podcast. Who do we have? Who do we have today, Krupa? So we have Malvika. Hi, hello. Malvika is a recent graduate from KC College. Oh yes, and I'm not actually a graduate yet. I have. I'm yet to get my degree. So, so मतलब one foot in the grave, one foot in the what? Classroom. Classroom. Yeah. <laughs> I think the grave yeah, so, is the classroom. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, she is a poet, and she's uh, she's hosted a bunch of our uh, talent tent uh, open mics. Yes, and she's the host of the poetry social that we do at WhatsApp Social Year in Mumbai, yeah. and um, she's a fantastic poet, man. I I love watching her perform. Wow. Uh, not so much her uh, give gyan. Okay, wow, man, P man, I'm a poet. That's like <laughs> kind of a by default attribute that I have. And who do we else have? So we have Nashwa. <laughs> Nashwa is a, a very important part of the ATKT squad. She is an intern. Yeah. And uh, she is also a student at Rizvi College. She yes. studies BMM. Yes. And yeah, she's uh, very new to Bombay. She has just moved from Jeddah, and yeah. Thank you so much for having me. How do you like my new shades looked inside the studio while recording the podcast? Cool. I think it's very Delhi. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He just oh, took it wow. off. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, thank you so much. So much sun, so much sun. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so uh Malvika, you got to kick this off with the performance because I can't wait to watch you perform. I'm sure <laughs> Nashwa wants to hear you perform too. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to take a very chotu 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 nano nano break and be <laughs> right back with Malvika Sharma doing something very important. That's me. Poem. And we're back. This is the ATKD Talent 10 podcast and this is Malvika Sharma. Somebody from 90s once taught me that every drama was divided into acts and scenes. Every single cliche, even the ones on screens. So since we all are just wooden puppets on nothing but a big white stage, let me introduce and clear up the wake. Our hero was just another girl, little sensitive, very to be true, but it was all taken care of as she grew. Everybody is an artist you see holding brushes they painted her layer over layer she faked a little more as she climbed up the stair but one fine day her eyes god her eyes they met another chick and this is exactly where we start our conflict basis of cliche you see attraction infatuation smiles and films when she was with her the time stood still but it was just friendship you see friendship rooted too deep drawing assumptions already boy in that relief they heard the voice of my her my heart at least assumed that they did i couldn't care less but until she wanted an out i begged her i loved her and i knew she did too but she had to be disgusted and that's what she chose and that left me with a crack so i cracked and i cracked i don't remember when i went home but it was late for a fact my mother used to ask me there was something going on but you see she's from 90s she won't get along boyfriend troubles to her it seemed and then i knew my crime was all signed and sealed boss 
take a look shingled hair wardrobe with jeans for once screw the stereotype let me come clean my touch is pure as a morning dew if i can be your lover i'll be a friend a mother or sister to be true my i am not diseased there's nothing that i lack not a liberal not a westerner i'm a human for a fact play so as we moved the act of last where love pushes a little harder and every piece of me begins falling apart i fall and i fall and then something inevitable happens i get bored a little amusement does no harm so i reach my back pocket a knife i slice my arm i slice and i slice every slice for a crack waiting for the plague to flow off and get me right onto the track millennials pretend often this day right for 377 hold on settle you see 90s raised me i and my sexuality there are no revolts in these leave i'm just scared to tell my children that i fell in love and 90s couldn't bear so that was a brilliant brilliant performance wow. by malvika wow. and wow. Uh, what wow. a wow Well, thank wow. you, thank um, you, thank you. Tell us a little bit about this performance, Malvika. So this poem was written by me in my first year, and the f- poem went through a lot of changes later on. This was before three seven seven was uh, amended, and at that time, I felt very proud because nobody was really talking about it. It was not the in thing to talk about, but. later on as uh, people started talking about it i realized how universal the feeling was how people were treating uh, sexual orientations as mental illness and not treating mental illnesses as mental illness was such a big thing throughout and yeah this piece became one of my first pieces to get me into slam poetry so and it also got me into a lot of conversations that were happening so yeah it propelled me into shit do you use uh, poetry and your your writing as a way out or a coping mechanism from anxiety and uh, you know uh, stress that people face college students face especially nowadays I, obviously so um i started writing poetry uh, i was writing poetry since my first second standard i was doing little little things here and there my father used to love writing poetry but he used to write in hindi and my mother also used to write in hindi and we used to do these little things where he used to say a line and i used to rhyme it for fun of it but uh, later on somewhere in my fifth standard we had this little poem called uh, the wonderful things it was and we were supposed to write poem to as an exercise and in coincidentally at that time i was having a lot of issues with myself i had a lot of self esteem issues as well and at that time i did not realize that poetry could be an instrument for me to run away but subconsciously i started using writing as a part of it when it became an actual thing was in my uh, i think it was in 11th standard when i first read a thing of beauty by john keats and boy i was like i need to write something like this this is beautiful and i had this friend of mine who was a rapper and he used to write poetry on facebook and i used to look at his work and i was like bro to sahi likhta hai and then he was like ki uh, he 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 was suffering from severe uh, anti social personality disorder 
and that's a thing yeah yeah yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. that guy cannot if i call him and i tell him ki listen uh, i am waiting for you at this xyz restaurant and i have two other friends he's like i am not meet- coming and i'm not meeting any of the new people i am not coming to public place that is not my thing if you have to meet him you have to go to his place he's not stepping out so that's like an extreme version of being an introvert It's yeah i mean i'm trying to be little it but <laughs> no um for him it's actually very anxious and to even talk to people if somebody says hi and he does not really know that person he gets a little he distances himself a lot from people even the first time i met him i was an extreme extrovert i was like hey what's up and he was like wow this girl talks a lot and then i talked to him. i think people say that even after knowing you sorry <laughs> yeah but then you get accustomed to it no <laughs> so we, we we've spoken about this before and yeah. you did mention that you uh the beginning stages of uh, bipolar yeah yeah i yeah. know the correct so term is it is type 2 bipolar personality disorder and i did not know it when i started poetry and he told me that he uses poetry as his instrument of coping mechanism so later on i started writing poetry not until i came to mumbai when i had like a proper session i was by session you mean a therapy session all right <laughs> not until i had a proper therapy session i the whole idea came into light that i do suffer from type 2 bipolar personality disorder which meant that i have mood swings that range from mania to depression and type 1 is where these mood swings are more frequent where uh, it just happens more often but type 2 is where these episodes have a relatively larger space between them and it ranges from me feeling absolutely like not talking to anybody i shut my phone off i shut everything off i sleep constantly for 3 complete days and not eat and it's it went to an extent where if somebody even asks me are you hungry and i am hungry i would by default say no i don't want to eat i don't want to talk i don't want to do anything and to it goes to an extent where i feel so powerful i feel like i own this world and nobody's going to touch me and there was this conversation that i had with one of my colleagues who was like malvika what do you think of yourself and i said einstein can suck it and i it was very frustrating for me and it was more frustrating for people around me because there were times when i was craving attention but there were times when i was like no i don't want you just stay away don't touch me don't breathe around me don't be around me and they used to go like what is wrong with you I'm like what do you think it's is so exhausting and it's so tiring to be in the body and then people around you go like oh, why do you have so much mood swings oh do you, do you know other people with similar conditions in your friend circle or in college with you so usually uh, that people i come across are usually are suffering from moderate depression because i feel like depression has become a very frequent thing these days a lot of college students are facing it not a lot of them talk about it but a lot of my friends have been suffering from depression to an extent that i saw them and i talked to them right now and they were laughing and they were talking about these passion projects that are, that they're working on they feel so ambitious in nature and then the moment i go back home they send me these pictures where uh, they've cut themselves and they're crying and this friend of mine uh, i was at home uh, and i was making one of my projects and he he's a, a year younger than me and he called me up and he said ki 
listen uh, don't be mad at me but something terrible has happened i said what happened and he told me that um i was at home and i had a friend over and i had a couple of drinks and this guy is very happy very happy go lucky <laughs> he's very happy go lucky but suddenly he sends me these pictures with these deep scars on his thighs and his arms and his wrists and i was shocked and the fact that he thought that i would be mad at him for uh, self harming said so much more than that and i told him that go to your mother talk to her and he said i don't it, usually it happens that mm. he, i don't want to tell my mother i don't want to pressure her yeah but i told him ki listen you stay with your mother like 24/7 and imagine what your mother would feel like if you hide it from her and later on she finds out how sad she would be how torn apart she would be to realize that her son her one and only son is not opening up to her and but you know i get why cuz like i had a brief period of like anxiety which i don't know like i haven't like seek uh, help after that but i didn't exactly feel comfortable talking to my mother about it cuz i didn't know how she would react i would not like i didn't want her to say things like you know this is just like there's no need to feel nervous and you have everything going on for you and you're so comfortable and like i mean i she probably won't say that but the chances of her saying something like that it's it's just like terrifying and it's sad but like i get it yeah it, so did i i yeah. i have i my parents um they are very supportive uh, throughout the they, they know about your condition my father does not so this podcast is not going to him okay <laughs> my mother does um so when i visited back home i had an episode where i was supposed to drive her back from home and something happened and i have a younger sister and she just uh, nonchalantly told me ki you don't care about me you only want to stay in mumbai with your friends and i took the scooter and i left my mother and my sister at my boa's place and i left and my mother was furious and when she reached home i had thrown the scooter on the ground i was sitting in the room i was crying and my mother came to me is like what is wrong with you it's been 20 years i thought you would grow out of this whole dramatic phase of yours and then at that time i was getting uh, counseling and i was going for therapy sessions and but i did not tell my parents and i told my mother finally and then my mother was like okay you know what let's do one thing let's get you somebody that i know somebody that i can trust somebody who can talk to me and will take it from there and that is what happened my mother has been very supportive i still feel the same way that you felt about mm. my father um and i'm not sure how he would react but i feel like he has a lot going on and i am doing pretty well on my own i feel like it's okay if you i can handle this on my own you handle your stuff mm. so yeah <laughs> what, what about uh, tell me more about how writing helped you so um a lot of times when you feel a lot of emotions bubbling up inside you mm-hmm. specifically it works for me majorly because being an extrovert um and suddenly the whole disorder kicking in i have a lot of times my by default switch is extrovert so me being an introvert is very frustrating where i don't know what to tell people where i don't know what to say to them or i can't reciprocate towards certain feelings 
and at that time i need a way to channel or tell something or say something out there even though it's not reaching anybody i want to put it in a physical form now talking to myself is something that was okay when i was in 5th 6th standard now it is something that everybody was going to ask questions about so i start writing i that is the reason why i feel like a lot of my writings have a lot of sad and sadistic undertones because they always come at the point where my introversion kicks in and i'm frustrated because when i'm in my mania i am vocal about my high self esteem and all of that stuff what i cannot be vocal about are my down phases and i use them as a uh, a source to put them in and pour them all on my paper mm-hmm. do you do you i mean i did ask you before do you know of other people who have similar episodes not as not a lot of people that i have come across who've been clinically diagnosed with all of these issues i was lucky enough to get a clinical diagnosis a lot of people first of all not in mumbai but in india in general mental health or uh, psychiatric help is still need, has a lot of room to get better so and a lot of people who want to reach out they hold back from reaching out majorly because they feel like it's too expensive exactly, so even yeah. if i have friends who might be suffering from a severe per- disorder a mental illness or a personality disorder they they don't know it by themselves because they haven't been diagnosed properly and self diagnosis is one of the one of the worst thing that you can do to yourself so um so if example you're a college student and you probably don't have the monetary means to like seek therapy did your college have like a counselor or something that could you know talk you uh, or ease you into like my college my college did not have it i had a professor hmm. who was who had a background in psychology so she used to counsel students at times uh, but my school did however in my school the counselors kept on changing hmm. and they never had a proper room for counselors to sit and talk to students hmm. which meant that stu- every single time a new counselor came in students have to start from square one and however in my college this professor of mine who counseled a lot of students she was the one to suggest me initially to go and see a therapist and when i saw the therapist i got to meet a lot of other people and then the therapist uh, furthermore suggested me to go and see a psychiatrist who diagnosed me and then when i got diagnosed i went to my mother i don't i never had like a proper counselor hmm. but with people who know how to deal with certain situations who can guide you to a professional even if that is available i think that could also help so p man so she's talking about like having counselors in colleges and mm-hmm. Nashwa has a lot to say about that which we'll come to later. I sort of had a counselor but you know I don't think we ever like went there. I don't know why. In, in college. college. In college. In college, yes. Uh what about you? What was it like in uh, college? I don't know man, for us back in the days there was no such concept of mental illness or something like that. I mean it was just like you know the guy's craving for attention or this person is craving for attention. <laughs> and uh, yeah we just start you know boys don't cry and mm. you have to toughen up be a man and that toxic masculinity as it's called nowadays for the kids it's real man i, um, I would say i i lived through that but here you are pe man you're, yeah i am you're, talking you're. about it. it and i can't say 
I do find it hard too to open up, mm. but uh, I think opening up and talking to people is definitely one step in the right direction. What do you think people can do to help someone, or just you know, how does someone behave? Not behave, but interact with someone who is clearly having an not episode, but some sort of you know uh, mental instability. With uh, with a lot of my friends that I have uh, had, uh, a lot of them who suffer from depression and the the way i expect my friends to be around me is just don't try too hard man don't try to fix people's life don't try to be there and be their masiha just be a good friend at times maybe they're not looking for your advice they just want somebody to listen to you and sometimes little little things that you can do for your friends that can bring them joy as simple as going out for a walk and if they don't want to go out just give them a paper and tell them to make paper boats and while they are doing something or listening to music or writing for me helps or at times painting these little hobbies do help friends and it would help even more if a friend comes over and does it with you all right yeah All right with that we're going to take a small break and we're going to be back and joining us in this very intense conversation will be Nashwa Ben <laughs> Finally This is the ATKT Talent and Podcast and with us we have uh, Nashwa Hi. 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 And we're going to talk to Nashwa now because Malvika talks a lot and we need a break. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, so Nashwa is new to the city. She just moved here from Jeddah, which is in Saudi yep. Arabia, which is in the Gulf. Yep. And uh, Nashwa, tell us how is how has it been adapting to this big mad city of Mumbai? So, I moved here 2 years ago. So, it's been You should have got used to it by now. <laughs> yeah this is entirely a you problem nashwa <laughs> it took a lot of, it took a lot of hard work to get used to this life it was very difficult because i was brought up there and all of a sudden i just had to move and i was not prepared at all so it was very difficult but yeah i'm i'm cool now i'm okay which part of mumbai you stay in i stay in jogeshwari and then you got to go to Bandra, Bandra Rizwa, for college. Rizwa, Rizwi College. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nashwa, so you moved when uh, right after your twelfth standard. Yes. Yeah? And uh, then, like, you moved to Bombay, and then you just like had to take a train to college, which is like yeah. You travel by train. Jada people don't uh, do well on trains. No, not in the beginning. Uh, I would travel by rickshaw. So the first two days, my dad would drop me. Like he dropped me. and then he like showed me the ways because i was i didn't know anything i didn't know how to talk to people and because the isolation that life there was very different it was mm. very different and our lives were isolated and when i moved here i just could not i didn't know what how i should sit how i should behave how i should talk what should i speak yeah i didn't know anything i i can relate to that i i i grew up in kuwait and uh, when um, after the gulf war that's when i was living in mumbai and uh, the first time from school when i took a rickshaw and came home i thought i was a man <laughs> like you know i i can live on my own now because i took a rickshaw on my own but and i was the there was a seventh standard but but at least to mumbai is like very different like yeah. isolation mumbai has no concept of I mean, isolation i think yeah. especially for women you know cuz like even more so for women yeah cuz i remember nashwa telling me how um, 
like you have to be accompanied with a uh, bio man yes. in the uh, jada and here you're just like you find your way yeah. like yeah i was never left alone by mm. my parents i was always with my parents and when i moved here i just had to be i just couldn't believe myself that i was going to college and i was i just didn't know i don't know how to express it but it's just it must have been uh, liberating for you first that you don't have to wear uniform yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wore uniform for 12 years in school and then it was cool that was that was a good thing yeah <laughs> that was the only good thing yeah so um you were also telling me about how you had a so you had counselors in school yeah which you didn't have in rizvi uh, no we don't i mean yeah we don't have counselors there like i've never seen one and um so over there in school we had counselors and we had a counseling session once in every month hmm. so we would go to the counselor and we would just talk spend an hour with him or her and it was a nice thing to do because you would get to talk about things that you cannot talk to with your friends or your parents so it was good but here i don't see that anywhere mm-hmm. and when i moved here a severe episode of adhd hit me yeah and uh, so i would get these panic attacks and it was not because i was going through something it was just because i moved to a completely new place and i didn't know how to um adapt to it yeah yeah it's a lot to soak I'm in sure, you know yeah. Yeah. all your senses are on overload just half half day and uh, sound, also sights. it is understandable like i came from delhi to mumbai and i was overwhelmed despite being a girl that knew how to be on her own i i can't imagine what it was for her and also yeah. you don't have someone to like talk to in like in like in a place where you're alone and you need someone to like you know understand you and your like anxiety and your panic attacks there's like where do you go like what how did you like cope up with that so i first i self diagnosed it because i just i knew it was there like something was wrong hmm. because i because there back in school we would talk to counselors so hmm. we knew that if something like this happens something is wrong hmm. because they would talk to us about it and they would explain okay this is not okay and over here it's just like people don't want to talk about it people it just doesn't exist i don't see it anywhere and then um so i told my parents and they're very supportive of it hmm. and my siblings and everybody and there were time uh, there was a time in college when i needed a counselor I didn't need friends I needed a counselor because I was I'm used to that. Mm. And I just didn't know where to go because uh so I went to the office the counselor's office there is an office but there's no counselor I I've never seen one. And uh so I asked ke where do I go mai kisse puchu whom do I talk to? And they were like so someone told me that he's not here now or she's not here now but uh, you can talk to me if you want to. but that is not okay you can't do that hmm. a counselor is trained he knows what what you have to say and he knows how to take it and he knows what to give you back so i just couldn't i i didn't know it was did you make friends in the beginning when you moved here no i didn't have friends for like over a year because i didn't have any friends and right now like recently i've made friends 
so I have a nice group so I'm happy with that they Aww. are they are support yeah they're very they're very cool <laughs> so what do you still get panic attacks at times yes so since that time I have been having anxiety attacks and panic attacks for every little thing in the beginning it used to happen for every little thing but now like I like I'm used to it now so it's fine so um how important do you think it is for colleges to take up the responsibility of like ha- making sure that their students are not burdened with um issues that will affect them very very badly because um, like as far as like in school if you if you just spoke to a counselor it was like um i, I mean i'm sure it was like way better than having yeah, like yeah, no yeah. one So like I think a lot of colleges in Mumbai have uh, counselors yeah. some don't I I think it should be uh, mandatory that at least for every outstation student who's moved to Mumbai and living probably in a hostel or you know PG or whatever you're you're coming from another city and uh, you're suddenly put in this one little chaos that's yeah. there is the city there should be some sort of support system for a student in a co- at colleges. least a rehabilitation program could help us Re- i don't think any amount of rehabilitation uh, would help oh. us go up to bombay too nice too but um what uh, nashma said no uh, that at times the people are not really to- uh, open about mental health uh, i have seen certain parts of uh, M- mumbai where um, it is absolutely the opposite where a lot of people have started using uh, mental illnesses as an excuse as well oh um yeah? it, it it does happen where um somebody so when you're using mental illness as an excuse you're not just trying to run away from the problems that you have you're also belittling the person who actually suffers from them every single day how, how can you tell if someone is just using it so first and foremost there are signs that you know also there is a very huge amount of inconsistency a person who's suffering from a uh, mental illness will always know when somebody around him is just faking it because this is a very huge uh, gap between relatability if i am suffering from bipolar disorder i know what it feels like every single day and if somebody stands in front of me and very easily goes like oh i'm just bipolar and no no you're not but then yeah. again if you are bipolar just get it diagnosed please please go get us get a professional help and then say it's it's not fine to just claim yourself that you have a mental illness uh, without getting a professional help as well yeah. yeah so um there are a lot of pro bono counselors and therapists pro bono as in people who don't charge for you free money. don't charge you yeah there are a lot of ngos uh link that uh, i will list the link with this episode so you can always like go and like check it out and if you think this is appropriate you don't just have to like you you for you to go to a counselor you don't have to have a mental illness you just hmm. if you can just go and talk to someone and like yes. they they are trained professionals who help you sort not just your illness or something you're having difficulty with like you th- there are, there are a range of things you can talk about and this is just someone who will know how to go about it and know how to like help you and make your life so much easier i had one coping 
defense mechanism where i mean when i used to go on stage at times and i have to sometimes you do get award and yeah. you know whether there's no crowd or there's a big crowd you feel like oh damn i used to wear my shades and that would give me like you know no one can see me because is that why you were wearing your shades right now yeah clearly <laughs> you intimidated the cat me cat is out of the bag now pe man <laughs> billy bag se bahar aa gaya but did you ever meditate pe man i tried but it's very hard to not think about anything my mind is like you know you go to a sony moni or one of those vijay sales stores and mm. there are 50 televisions and all are on different channels that's my head <laughs> i think that's a lot of our heads but one my counselor says you're faking it i don't relate to you really <laughs> whoa <Ooh>. ouch <laughs>
almost dozed off during the exam because of my lack of sleep and it's a funny thing i was writing my answer and i dozed off i did not i lost the track of sentence and then i looked at my sentence again i was like the last word was alu paratha <laughs> and i said what is wrong then i went back i scratched it and the thing is now that even if your body is demanding it you your mind is it's in at, at times it's such in such a big denial that is like no 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 you will be able to cope up you will be able to cope up because lack of sleep is also something that's been glamorized a lot these mm-hmm, days mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't get enough sleep you just have to get pull it up and go back and but then once my episode ended i slept i just slept left right and center my flatmates are like keep dude what is this you sleeping the entire day are you okay and like na nah, man just leave me and i was sleeping for 12 hours straight and my dad was like you pick up the phone and like okay like okay <laughs> you krupa during your episodes would you would they like you know mess up your studies and exams or anything so i don't think i had anxiety during college it only happened after i quit a very very toxic job and for 5 months straight i just could not function i would be at home i would like spend my entire day at home not go out or uh, just nothing um lost touch with my friends and it was very difficult but um i mean since i didn't do anything i don't know if it affected my schedule at all it was just what toxic job was this krupa hmm. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> be man no i, I want to know kaal mein bolungi main not telling you okay so we have um coming right after the short break we have malvika performing another piece <gasps> ye kya ho raha hai break le rahe hain fir se oh my god kyu hai bhala <laughs> <laughs> let's take a teeny weeny break and we'll be back with malvika and her poem yeah हे कृपा ये टीनी विनी क्या होता है छोटू मोटू नानो ब्रेक नानो ब्रेक सचिन तेंदुलकर विराट कोहली डॉन ब्रैडमैन एंड नाउ साइरस ब्रोक्शा ओके प्रोबेबली नॉट इन द राइट कंपनी आई मीन डॉन ब्रैडमैन इज ऑस्ट्रेलियन बट इज कॉल्ड साइरस सेज अ वंडरफुल शो अबाउट एवरीथिंग फाइंड द शो ऑन द आईवीएम पॉडकास्ट ऐप आईवीएम पॉडकास्ट.कॉम और वेयरएवर यू लिसन टू पॉडकास्ट इमेजिन अ हॉल a humongous one one if made of hay would take years to burn well not if you take in consideration a set configuration of a flammable addition and fasten it up now you might be wondering malvika do you even know enough to which i say <laughs> back to the hall though you see not quite long ago in a similar set of hall my name was called out and i might just say the hall was big enough to make a certain set of people a certain amount of proud However, if excused by thee, my point to be is the materialistic sea does not sway me. Still, I've got a belly to fill and an ego. Hence, here we go. So, in this hall where my name was plastic smile glistening, I called out. I felt butterflies and zoned out, which is not quite out of the blue. You see, there are several red lines I don't remember I ever drew. Wow, I have beautiful hands. It's like artists. But then can I be an artist? No, I can. I'll probably chop them off. So I'll take one step onto the stage, two steps onto the stage, three creaking steps onto the stage till I reach the very top, mic in hand, basking in glory, and then realization dawns. I was standing wrong. Now you see, usually my personality is more 
peepily but then i imagine times like these when i just can't seem to seize the idea of eyes glued to me just take a knife and slit your throat inhale imagine thank you speech i would like to thank my team my mother the jury esteem i would like to thank my teacher in fact every single creature for silently coexisting and not ruining my day a thanks to you to you to you actually not you sir your hair looks kind of gay i did it again didn't i but you see it's not my fault it's these figment of thought and i do figment a lot what is it like to be in your tiny little brain where you can't tell red from blue the great from lame what is it like spending hours to cry and not knowing why but then you see even though both of these are figment fact here is the catch amidst all of this disparity i still remember that in my emotional fatality i have to breathe the stage with ease although i might be forever alone i have to pull myself bring it a little closer after all i'm just bipolar so that was malvika and this was the atkt talent and podcast thank you nashwa thank you malvika and p man would like to say bye <laughs> yes ladies and gents tuning into this podcast if you are college student and you have talent i mean if you can sing dance paint right you know talented things if you can do reach out to us yaar we'd love to feature you on the show as well and you know talk to you about things like about college and non college also like, sometimes <laughs> where do they reach out i don't know man don't you check the emails <laughs> <laughs> talent@atkt.np man that Literally also that simple. we also have a talent and open mics in different cities around the country we have in shillong we have in delhi we have in chandigarh we have in bombay we have in pune please come out to our talent tents check out some awesome college students and you also come and perform yaar by you i mean college students not you just come on <laughs> i have my awesome shades on and no one can see who i'm speaking to getting his delhi general. swag on getting my delhi swag on yaar brownie points if you're in mumbai because i host mumbai socials so yes mumbai socials the poetry social kya kar rahe hai yaar event ka naam mumbai poetry socials versova yeah. poetry social right now yes yeah <laughs> right <laughs> now it is versova poetry <laughs> social hosted <laughs> by malvika over here sharma ji ki beti Wow, that was how long were you waiting to say that? Dude, since the beginning, how do I put <laughs> in Sharma ji ki beti somewhere? I had a line, but I removed it. But in my poem. Also, uh, where do people reach out to you, Malvika? Uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram uh, with the username called Marky underscore Malvi. It's M double A K I underscore M A L V. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. And Nashwa, uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram. It's Nashwa, but X in place of the A, so N X S H W X X. That <laughs> was so, so unnecessary. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at at Rohit Pereira. That's R O H I T P E R E I R A. Learn to spell. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcasts.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you.